I can't believe I'm going to say this. I know we're going to start the show and everything, but I could totally go for an avocado right now. Hey, it's Tuesday, and uh, that means another episode of On Taking Pictures. So let's get into it. This is episode 74 of On Taking Pictures. For those of you keeping track, uh, welcome to you new listeners, and uh, our thanks to those of you who have gone back and listened to everything. That's, that's a commitment, isn't it? T- too many people have done that. Yeah, they're like, hey, I joined it yeah. episode 40, but I've gone back and listened to, yeah. you know, that's a lot. I've listened to 73 episodes in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> have you done anything else? Cause... No. That's it. That's it. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Sidoris from FadedAndBlurred.com. And with me, fancy New York passport photographer, Bill Wadman. <laughs> I did take a passport photo last week. Um, yeah, yeah. Conrad, I think, I think we've got a new business for you. I'll tell you, man. Conrad needed a new photo because her passport's dying, and we're going on a trip, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, so we went and got a passport photo taken at one of these little f- camera shops, the camera shop in our neighborhood. Sure. And the picture was fine. It would have been fine, but she seemed to be, you know. Not weird about it, but just sort of like, oh, you know, I wish it's going to be there for 10 years, you know. Now, are, are there specifics to the passport photo that you have to adhere to? Yeah, they don't want a lot of shadows on a white background. You can't be smiling. It has to be a two-by-two-inch print that you send in. They, your head has to be a certain size within that print. That kind, It's that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm looking at my passport right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, though it is expired. And A, it's on a blue background. B, I am smiling. And this was taken at some sort of official thing. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, there's, so you have to be all rules, serious. Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, you're not. You're no longer excited about travel. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's you know, and so I, 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 you know, set up a soft box above, put a white card underneath, put her against a white wall, took some pictures, and the one we ended up going with, she looks really good in it. You know, I mean, it's like. You know, I'm fairly good at what I do, so I took a nice picture of her, and and it's just it's just really funny. I'm like, man, I should start taking high end passport photos for like two hundred fifty dollars, you know, for for the crazy New Yorkers who really want a good passport photo, right? Because um, <clears throat> you can only really take one photo of them staring forward on a white wall, you know. Uh, it was just it was just really funny, yeah. Passport, and then I had to <clears throat> uh, go up to Canada last week. Remember we recorded early, right? Right, you were. Uh... Part of the uh, what was it? Faces about uh, face about face exhibition. about we'll, face. We'll put a link in the in the show notes. But there, um, <clears throat> there's a whole uh, portrait show up at the Lieutenant Governor's uh, suite, I guess, in the main building at uh, in 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 uh, Toronto. No wait, did, um, did I have to ask? Did you see Strombo? Was he there? No. Damn it! Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but getting up there was a complete cluster mess. <clears throat> Why? Isn't it, it's a straight flight, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. See, because I, I you booked can't so fly late. straight to uh, from New York to Toronto. You can, if I wanted to spend twice as much. Ah, okay. I booked so late that direct tickets were like seven hundred dollars to go up okay. to Toronto. I'm like, so I'm what not spending a thousand dollars to go to Toronto. Do you have to go through Phoenix or something? <clears throat> Philly, Philly, okay. which meant that I, I had a twenty-two minute flight from LaGuardia to Philly before I could get on my other plane. Right. Did you actually have to change planes in Philly? <clears throat> oh, yeah. It- oh, yeah. really? Yeah. However, uh, the on-time percentage for the flight from LaGuardia is 40%. Wow. 
Wow. That's all right. So I get on, I, I'm waiting for the flight and I was like, you know what? There's only a half an hour uh, break between these two flights. Like, am I going to be all right? And the guy's like, oh yeah, sure. To find the pl- planes in the air on the way here, you'll be fine. Whatever. I was like, okay. So you got to, you've got to get off. Did, did you, did you have any checked baggage or no, just no, a carry on? No, no. Like one little backpack. I never check baggage. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, so we finally, we get on the flight and it's like running like 15 minutes late by the time it actually gets there and we get on, I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be tight. And then we get out on the, on the, on the jetway about to, you know, to get in line to take off. And they all of a sudden they shut down the engines. They're like, yeah, uh, we're going to be here for like 45 to 50 minutes before we, and we're all like, what? It's a 20 minute flight and yeah. we're sitting on the ground for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, we landed two minutes before the other plane was supposed to take off, but the other plane left two minutes early. So we were pulling in as they were pulling out. Wow. So I missed my flight to Toronto and I'm like, shoot, you know, I hope this isn't a huge problem. <clears throat> so we get in, I rebook on the next flight up there, which gets me in, uh, so late that by the time I get on the bus to get to the train to get into town, I show up. Uh, at the place that I'm supposed to pick up my date, my friend Moira was up there and was going to go with me. Uh, her offices are like right across the street from the place. I got there 10 minutes before 7 and the thing started at 7. Um, ah, well. So all, all all's well. So I threw on my suit like it was something out of Manhattan, uh, uh, Mission Impossible. You know, I was like... Dun, 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 Wait, you, dun, so you, you dun, had a suit in your carry-on? Yeah. That's hmm. how I roll. Why, you don't think I could fit a suit in my carry-on? Well, I think you can fit it, but wouldn't it be wrinkly? Nah, wool suits, they don't get really wrinkly, you know. Uh, it was fine. Uh, and so I threw my suit on, we went over there, and we walked in, and there weren't a lot of people around. And I was like, that's weird. Maybe we're really early, or, you know, I, you know, is this going to be not a big thing? And, uh, you know, they check us off on this big security list, these big military guys in, like, full-dress uniform. And then we, we go in, and the place is packed. And the lieutenant governor, uh, uh, David Onley, is is giving a little speech, and it was very nice. Um, and we met a bunch of people, and we, you know, shook hands with a bunch of people. Did, did you meet uh, other photographers? Yeah, I actually met a few photographers. Less of the subjects and more of the photographers was there. I met two or three photographers. But no one had, like, nameplates on, so you didn't know who was who, you know? Oh, okay. Um, but, I, you know, there was a woman that I was working with. Uh, who the woman who asked me originally for the print and who was working on the design of the whole thing, but I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what she looked like. So I asked, there was this woman named, um, shoot, what was her name? It was something really good. It wasn't Trixie, but it was something like that. This woman, this old crazy woman, kooky woman who was handing out hors d'oeuvres, like kept coming over to us. So we had this like running joke rapport with her. Right. And I said, hey, you know, do, do you know who Debbie is? You know, and she's like, no, I don't know. She goes, but that woman over there uh, runs the thing for the for the town governor's office. I was like, oh, so I go over to her and I, <clears throat> I said, excuse me, I hear you're responsible for all this. I just want to introduce myself. Uh, my name is, is Bill Wadman. And uh, and she, she said, says who? No. And she goes, <laughs> oh, Bill, it's so nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. That picture of Malcolm. So, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, and I was just like, you know what? That's pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then she went to introduce me to a bunch of other people and it was very nice and it was worth going up. But uh, on my way back, um, I, you go through customs in Canada for the U.S. Right. right. Like w- when you're in Canada coming back to the U.S., you go through U.S. customs while still in Toronto. 
which was the we- I've never seen that before. You ever see that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was. I think it was the same way when I was there in two thousand two. Oh, okay, okay. So you're it's in Toronto, is what you remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I get up to the guy, and he's just like, you know. Uh, how long have you been here? And I was just like, uh, I look at my watch, my fake watch. I was like, I don't know, 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, nice. I just came up here to pick this package up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I met some random guy from the internet and, uh, and he's like, you know, do you have, did you, you know, make any purchase? You bring anything back? I was just like, I didn't spend a cent while I was here. You know, nice. um, I went to McDonald's. That's what I did, you know? And he's like, Oh, here. Um, but so a whirlwind trip, two days, uh, but it was, you know, it was fun. It's always fun, like you know, doing things where your things, your pictures on the wall, you know. Yeah, we'll why put not? a link in the show notes. There's a website of the whole show, and and uh, for those people, I mean, go, you know, forget <clears throat> me and my picture, but go look at a lot of the other ones. Are wonderful. Um, it's all these famous Ontarioans, Ontarians. What would be the right word? Ont- Ontarians, I think. <clears throat> okay, uh, and a lot of the portraits are really great, and a lot of the people whose pictures were on the wall are, you know heroes of mine so there's really good stuff up there um yeah this is this is nice it's, it looks like a now we're all of okay the the prints that are or the photographs that are on the show page yeah. were they all printed and hanging or yes. just a selection no, of them? all of them oh wow yeah the walls were like packed like kind of um they were on top of each other so it was like mm-hmm. stacked one at sort of eye height and one above eye height all around 16 by 20 inch prints so there was a lot. There was probably whatever, you know, 200 pictures up or something. Right, right. Neat. Um, yeah, it was fun. You know, you got to do those things when you can. Uh, also, this week, uh, I had a guest post on Scott Kelby's blog, oh, if you God. missed this. What? We, how, how long are we going to talk about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it over fast, but I think people, you know, noticed yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go get a cup of coffee. Just uh, let me know when you're done. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Like we don't talk about you all the time. Um, so go check that out. I, I talked about trust with portrait subjects. Um, now, what kind of re- did you get any response? Did you get uh, no did people email you and say, "Hey, good one." No. no, I think there's four comments on the on the Kelby blog itself. Huh? I thought it was a good post. Yeah, it yeah. was all right. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and then finally, last but not least, uh, I was on a, a podcast this weekend on Sunday with my now friend. How do, you, how do you know this guy? Cause I listened to the, did you shoot him? Is it a friend of yours? Right. Uh, I've, I have taken a picture of him, but you've never seen a picture of him. Uh, okay. Okay. You, you, you I met him through to... some friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, well, we took some pictures at a, we were all at a beer garden. I had my Hasselblad and we took some mm, pictures. Yeah. Mm. Um, so my friend Stuart Tract is, uh, is, uh, is a, he's an ad man. But he uh, is now a photographer, and he um, he also does this podcast, which I think is episode 122. So he's been around longer than we have. Um, and usually it was like political discussion and that kind of thing. But he had me on, and you sit down at his, uh, you know, in his living room, and he there's video too. Apparently, that's going to go up eventually, so you could watch me do it, which is really weird. Huh. But what was what was what was the kit? What was he doing? <clears throat> Uh, the video, yeah. some really fancy Sony video camera that had like interchangeable lenses on the front. Oh, sort wow. Sort of like a Sony red kind of thing. I don't, wow. I don't even know what it was. I'll have to look at it. Fancy. <clears throat> yeah. Overkill in some ways. Um, and then, uh, the audio was like a zoom recorder on the table. A lot of room noise. I didn't listen to it. Uh, a little tinny. <clears throat> yeah. A little yeah. tinny. Um, but you know, if you want to hear me swear, uh, you can go over there cause I actually swear a bunch. Uh, it's that okay. kind of show. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're you're really really letting loose over there. I know. What do I have stuck in my? You know, throat? you you give Wadman a glass of fizzy water and whew, look out. <laughs> That's the funny thing. It's called beer diplomacy, and I don't drink. <laughs> but you know, you get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about today? What do you think? Uh, you know, you, you, I, I like this portfolio, this sort of portfolio website branding discussion. That's interesting. We, we actually get a fair bit of questions about that kind of thing. So uh, why not, why not jump in there? All right. We get, we get a lot of questions about that kind of thing. Um, you know, there's this constant discussion of how to differentiate yourself from everyone else. Um, I have a, my friend Ali, uh, does, uh, is, is, is a psychologist, you know, is this the sci-fi guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and he, he put up a, a, a page, uh, he gave a talk a couple weeks ago at, at nerd night. I think I talked about it last week and actually there's video of it. I should find it and put it up cause it's really good. Uh, it, 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 it he gets up there and he says, uh, Ali Matu PhD, uh, science fiction psychologist or, 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 you know, like that kind of thing. Right. And I said, Ali, why not say the science fiction psychologist? Like if, if you're going to call yourself a science fiction psychologist, why not brand yourself the science fiction psychologist? You right. know, like just go out there, like just say it. Cause then people go, Oh, he's the science fiction psychologist. Right, right. That's the guy yeah. we want. You know, there is, there's something to that. Right. Um, it's it's all ultimately <clears throat> you're advertising for yourself. Now the question I have a terrible time at this because I hate <laughs> evidence all evidence to the contrary I hate talking about myself. Mhm. <laughs> I do, right? <laughs> I don't like to talk about oh, you know, I you know, Bill is this great portrait photographer so you should hire him. Like I have a really hard time doing that. Right. Third, third person bill is very uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk to me about my work, I'm fine with doing that. But when I have to like dissociate myself and talk about myself like a product, I have a very hard time doing that. I would imagine that's I, I am very much the same way. And I would imagine that's that's common. Common. Yeah, I, I really would. Um, it's it's difficult to. It's difficult to sell yourself. Yes. Uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, my, my extra special new project that I'm working on is, is really kind of centered around that and, and building a new, not necessarily brand, but, but creating an identity for me and my work and what I do. And I'm having a hell of a time with it. Yeah. Because the whole thing is, look what Jeffrey does. Here's where Jeffrey went to school. Here's where Jeffrey went to work. Here's where the work that he did. You know, it's, so it's all this stuff. And let's be honest, and who the hell are you? Nobody. <laughs> That's the thing, <laughs> you know? So, and I, you know, I tried doing it in third person and I didn't like that. So I, I took a more sort of informal approach and now I'm writing everything in first person. And, and I think that that's turning out better, but I still have to write this stuff as if I'm writing about someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you sure. know, you have to get down, get the facts down, sort of get the timeline down and then add some flourish to it and and try not to make it about me right. because I find that very difficult. Right. But at the same time, if you're not s- speaking strongly about yourself, then are then are you wasting words? Yes. You have to be your biggest fan. Right. Exactly. Right. 
Um, but but do that without being a well without being a jerk about it. Yeah, yeah, no, and you've got to put your best. You know, it's it's look there there. <laughs> I did it again. Look, drink. Uh, there are unofficial sort of rules. You know, you put your best work up. You you speak as eloquently as as possible about yourself and if you can't then find a friend or a colleague that that can help you polish yeah you know polish that up i I had you help me send uh write an email last week Mm -hmm. and i got absolutely no response all right so it's my fault great thanks (laughs) no i i'm you know (laughs) i'll send out every once in a while email blasts right to right to 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 people you know lists of people and um advertising people or magazine photo editors, that kind of stuff. And the responses you get, I have tried the really informal. I've tried the third person. uh, You know, I, uh, uh, Bill Wadman is this great guy. You should hire him. I've tried. uh, Here's just a bunch of his work. Give him a call, you know, or, and I've tried that in the first person. I've tried every combination of all those different things. Yes. And invariably it's like, You've sent the thing to 400 people. 23 people looked at the email. One person clicked in your website. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, and, it's and abysmal numbers. Yeah. And, and you've been really trying some new things lately. I mean, yep. we, we talked about this last week. You, you know, we were talking and, and Bill said, you know, do you think I need a logo? Yeah. Instead of just my name? Do I, do I, need, do I need some sort of icon or, or some sort of graphic element? Like to a branding help? thing. Right. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah. And... You know, so we had this now, discussion I don't, about it. I don't it want and, a visual thing. I, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to probably some sort of more of some sort of type treatment is what right. I'm looking for. Yeah, it's more typography than than illustrative. Right, right, right. But at the same time, I also don't like the idea of like of, of, of branding on one thing and being stuck on that, you know? Right. Because I like changing stuff around all the time. Um, and then even the other night, I, I was staring last night. I was staring at my website. And, uh, and I was just like, you know, I need to make a few little changes. And up in the left-hand corner, obviously, it just says Bill Wadman, right? Mm-hmm. And then select work if you go to the website, right? And I was like, that's so boring. I was just, and I changed, I changed the, the, the font I was using, the, the type that I was using, to this different type that I kind of like now. And I said, you know what? Maybe it needs to be a little bit longer. Instead of just my name, I, I, I changed it to the portrait photography of Bill Wadman, select work, mm-hmm. you know? As more of like, and I made it all smaller. So it's sort of just, it's, it's not just, it's not like this big honking title at the top. It's more, um, soft, you know, as it were. Um, but, and, and look, you've tried various sort of iterations. You've tried just Bill Wadman. You've right. tried William George Wadman. Yep. You've tried Bill Wadman portrait photographer. And yep. now the portrait photography of Bill Wadman. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know that'll make any difference either. I'm just trying something different because what I was using before wasn't working. Yes. Right. Um, I don't, it, I don't it, think it's going to be no a special panacea. Sauce. No, no. Well, that's the thing that there is. Everybody's no looking for that special right. sauce of what's going to get them notice and or work and or, you know, fame and glory. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, at some point it becomes like SEO optimization, right? It's just sort of smoke and mirrors and then dumb luck. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. You know, you, know you, you you can try all of these things, you know, for all intents and purposes, the, the Kelby post could have, should have yielded more response just based on the numbers of people that see his posts. 
Right. That's the thing. I mean, that guy gets what? Like probably 100,000 people read that post. You know, normally saw it. Yeah. Right. Um, you would think that there would be like a thousand people who would be like, oh, I should start looking at this Wadman guy. One percent. Right. You know, because um, I put a bunch of my better pictures on there and told stories and and the people who did respond and retweet it and stuff were all very, uh, um, very nice about it. You know, very complimentary. But it, but it leaves you it leaves you scratching your head. Yeah. So, you know, it, yeah. it's it's if, the if, same if a guest thing. Post on Scott Kelby's blog doesn't get me any juice. What would? Right. So right. then I, and I know you, so now you're second guessing yourself. You're going, well, maybe it's me. Maybe my maybe, work sucks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Maybe, maybe the, maybe my editing is what's off. Maybe, maybe, and I don't mean your post-processing editing. I mean the photos that I choose to put in, maybe I'm not seeing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe my work's just not that good. But then I'll look at other people who are, you know, quote unquote, more well known than I am. And I'll be like, my work's at least as good as this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm better than everybody, but there are people who are more well known than me that I think I'm better than, you know? So it's like, right. so what is it? What, what, what's different? What am I doing wrong? I am a very personable person. I can talk to anybody. So it's not like I'm some weird social prion that, you know, that can't talk to people. You know, there's, it's not that, um, I don't have a, a hunchback and, 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 you know, and, 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 and one eye or something, you know, it's like, I, so what am I doing wrong? What am I, what, what part of, if you see a holistic thing that is the brand Bill Wadman, take me out of it for a second. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I've got the work. I've got the personality that's right. I've been doing it for a long time. I have a large, you know, sh- uh, collection, a large body of work. Um, and I've done, I've worked for a lot of big people, but none of that seems to build on itself. Right. And that's what we end up talking about. That's what we end up kind of, you know, collectively scratching our heads about and going, what are, what are people looking for from my brand, from my website, from my portfolio that's not there? Right. What, what is, what is that, you know, elusive something capitalized? Yeah. Yeah. And how do I get it? I was, I was, I was toying with the idea of sort of, um, I was sort of to- toying with the idea of sort of merging all of my sites into one site under billwadman.com. Mm-hmm. So taking the whole on taking pictures blog and just making it the blog section of billwadman.com. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, well, wait a minute. I have, I have far more readers go to on taking pictures than go to billwadman.com just because more people go to a blog than go to. Uh, a portfolio, you know? Right. Um, and I have a listenership on, or a readership on my blog that, that, that a lot of people don't have. So why give that up? You know? And then it got me thinking, is it stronger to have Bill Wadman's blog or to have on taking pictures.com? You know, even if it's only, even if it's only me talking there. Right. On taking pictures, obviously you're going to get some, some numbers or eyes, as a result of the show. Yeah, well, there's that too. But at the same time, am I losing? Is there a disconnect? Because some people might be like, oh, I really like that on Taking Pictures blog. Don't realize that it's Bill Wadman who's writing everything. And so therefore, I don't get the, the, the back hit that I would get. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like that, that, that I don't get any, you know, 
Scott Kelby's blog isn't the, the joy of photography. It's Scott Kelby's blog. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like he's, he's getting a branding hit every time somebody goes to see that. I mean, maybe, hmm, maybe, maybe there does need to be a Bill Wadman's blog and, but I don't know. Because on taking pictures, you've you've had on taking pictures before we started doing the show. I've had that for f- five years. Although I would I would I would venture to say that since starting the show, it's probably increased uh, more exponentially than it than it did prior to. You mean the the viewership of my blog? Yeah, uh, not that many people go to. My, I mean, a lot of people go to my blog, but not any more than used to come. Okay. Um. So that's the thing it is, is, I mean, as much as I, I mean, look, we love doing the show. We do the show anyway, but a lot of my writing on my blog, sometimes I'm like, oh man, I haven't written on my blog for a while. I should go write something. Um, is, is, that, if, is that a worthwhile spending of my time? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know, cause you, you used to have the episode sort of recap on, on, on taking pictures.com as well. And now that has been relegated only to five by five. Well, actually, I I now sort of do what you do, uh, where okay. I put up the last episode. But at the same time, I I almost want people to go to the one place. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I don't I don't want when you search for on taking pictures podcast six different sites to come up. Right. Well, you it's know. you know it's strange. A lot of like it seems that portrait photographers. Uh, wedding photographers, event photographers, the blog and the website sort of coexist, Yep. you know, on the same domain, more or less. Yes. Food photography, on the other hand, yep. is often broken out into two separate domains. Really? Mm-hmm. What, like a, a, a blog and then a portfolio? Yeah. It'll be the, the person's name.com or whatever.net uh, that, that uh, houses the main portfolio. And then if you click blog, oftentimes it will go to a completely separate domain. It's that person's blog, but it's a, it's a separate brand. Interesting. Well, I mean, that begs the question is, is, is my name and we're just using me as the example and all these things to make it easy for illustrative purposes. Is my name the best way to go about it? You know, my good friend, Craig Ward, his is words, are picture studio. There is a craigward.com or a craigward.co.uk, mm-hmm. but that's his main thing is his studio, even though it's only him 99% of the time. Is So it's almost like if I changed mine to perfect portrait photography, but it was just well, Yeah, me but you don't want to lie there. to people. Well, wait, why is that lying? <laughs> oh, I see. But don't... <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? You, you see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. You put me down. That's what you did. <laughs> I lift you up, mister. Gloves are coming off, Sidoris. <laughs> um, I can't beat up an old man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what? We're going to get in trouble. Uh, Alan Bailward. Alan Bailward. Yeah. What Alan mean? Bailward. Oh, you had to say it three times so that he... Yeah. yeah, because he keeps track of how many times we mention his name. Uh, well, Alan Bailward is a good guy, you know. There's he, four. He, um... <laughs> He comes on, he sends us emails from Alan Bellward and, uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> um, but wh- I mean, do you, what do you think about that? You know, I, I, again, I mean, it's, 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 you're not, you're, you're not, uh, Jeffrey and Nikki, you guys are faded and blurred. Right. Right. 
You know, and do you think that when you write to, say, a manufacturer to get a review unit or whatever it is, do you think they see Faded and Blurred as opposed to Jeffrey yes. Sidoris' blog? And no, they, think they see Faded and Blurred. Right, but do they think, oh, he's fancy? I don't think there's he, a... He is bigger, that th- th- you look bigger than your parts, as it were. I don't think that there's a he in it when it comes to Faded and Blurred. Right. I, think, I think I could be anyone. I'm writing on behalf of Faded and Blurred in that in that scenario and you know i think people go to faded and blurred they they look at the site they look at the content they see what's there and it looks it looks polished it looks very you know i put a lot of time into it so it it looks good um and that's what opens the door they see that it's not just and and you know i'm not trying to be offensive about this or anything but it's not just sort of some some blog blog blog. site yeah that's been kind of slapped together yep Sure. You know, it, it looks like there is a team behind it. Yes. Even even though there's not. There's not. Right. 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 Um, um, and, and, and so as, as photographers, you have to decide, are you presenting? Who, who are you presenting? Are you presenting you? Are you presenting uh, a bigger, better facsimile of you? Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the reasons that that people. Uh, have agents uh, that rep them because then rather than than pointing to you know photographer x.com it's photographer agent.com slash x mm-hmm. and that looks you know there, there's there's this sort of apparent bigness you know or implied bigness of it sure yeah. you're you're in a different spot i think because you take a lot of pride in doing as much if not all of the process yourself yes so i think i don't want to i don't want to take on this i would rather not deal with the selling part of the process right i have just had mixed results with agents right so and that's that's been the big part for you is is trying to figure out is it is it something my 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 personal brand is not saying that's not getting me the work Right. Is it something the work is lacking that's not getting me the work? Right. Is it communication skills? Am I just not getting in front of the right people right. that's not getting me the work? Yeah. And it could be a combination of yep. all three of those things. Yep. <laughs> which, would, which would be the worst of all worlds. <laughs> right. But it could be, you know, you, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and uh, I was over at a friend's house the other day and he's going to start shopping around some of his work and he's decided to go all iPad and, and not worry about uh, printing anymore, you know. And I think that that's interesting. My problem with that is that uh, iPads are kind of small, you know, Uh is that as big? A lot of my pictures are really detailed, you know, they're they're So the idea of looking at them on a, on a little eight by 10, not even eight by 10, it's nine inches across, right? It's more like a five by seven. Right. Uh, print is, is that big enough for somebody to flip through and get an, a real idea of my work, you know, in, well, in a okay. way. Consider this. Uh, and there's, there's probably not an easy way to know this, but how many people actually click on, your photos to get the full screen view, the light box view, yeah. as opposed to just sort of scrolling down and going, oh yeah, that's nice. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Does, does it matter? I mean, if they look and they see all of the, 
the smaller pictures. I mean, obviously there are certain conventions now with mm-hmm. photography. So you go to my, anybody who would go to my site would know that you could click on any one of those and get the big version. You know, anybody I really care about would know that already. You know, I would hope that circa, you know, mid to late 2013, that, that people understand that when the cursor changes to a hand, you can click. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. You I would know. hope you never know. <laughs> um, but so, so you're right. I don't know, but does it, I mean, as long as they look at all my pictures and, and, and see that they're of a certain quality, I guess it doesn't matter. I, I but there's this fantasy in my head that, that looking at my pictures bigger, not bigger, big, not huge. I, you, I do like 11 by 14 prints, but even then I do 11, 14 prints with, with a pretty serious border. I don't do them full bleed. Right. You but know? you, you have this, this impression whether whether true or mistaken, that yep. if you could just see it full screen, you'd appreciate it more. Yes, because if, if you when could I just at, see it a little bigger, you'd yeah. see all the love and care and effort and sure. expertise that I put into it. And that's but, your belief. But but don't a lot of artists have that fantasy? We'll put it that way. Maybe, but look at I mean, historically, there are a lot of amazing paintings that are tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're, I mean, tiny, 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 like six inches. No, they're tiny, 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 like the, you know, uh, uh, Mona Lisa's, what, like 12 by 15 or something like that. It's right. Small. You know, they're um, not all these, these no, sort of, I, I, you know, 15 yeah. foot Boucher paintings. No, absolutely. And, and they don't all have to be. But, but, but when you see Starry Night on a website and it's 500 pixels wide, it's not as nice as when you're looking at a thousand pixel version of it. That know? is true. So that and, that, and that's what I'm kind of getting at um, is the idea that, you know, I, I, I don't know how people want to see my work. Do people want to uh, should instead of having uh, all of the thumbnails and you click, maybe I should have it so that it automatically opens the first one. So you get here and you're starting to look at big pictures, you know, right. I don't know. Maybe that's the way to go. I, 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 go I don't know that forth. ultimately it matters. You know, the, 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 well, that's, that's, but you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it, aesthetics. Yeah. We, we say, we say aesthetics matter. And, and I think the aesthetics of the photos matter, but if you had uh, one large image with uh, a row of thumbnails underneath, are, are you going to get more traffic or, or, or more people going to, eh, I don't think yeah, so. But are, don't, okay. Let me, let's change it for a second here. Sure. Isn't there a certain amount of, you want the least amount of friction for somebody who's coming to see your stuff. So if somebody comes and it's like, ah, oh, I don't really like the way this website works, they're going to leave faster than not. I yes. made, I made a decision when I redesigned this site this way that I want people to come to my site and be able to see 30 pictures really quick. Just like here's 30, 30 of my best work and whatever grabs your eyes, the first thing you start looking at, as opposed to I'm going to show you uh, single images and it might not be until the third or fourth that you start liking it. But you quit on number two because the first two weren't to your liking. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm making I'm making a gamble that you're going to come here and go, oh, I really like that picture of that girl or, oh, that one with the tentacles is really neat. You know, um, oh, well, let me see that bigger. No, I like, oh, I like this conceptual. I'm going to go up to the menu and click conceptual. I'm, you play these games in your mind, right? Like you're right, trying to imagine right. what they would want to go see. Uh, much yeah, the same and, way that you make decisions about what goes on the featured part of your website. Right. And versus what just goes straight into the stream. Yes. You know? Um, 
I don't know that it met. I don't know that it's made any difference either way. I would think, I don't know. I mean, if, if I, if I were going to make, if I were going to come to your site, like imagine myself coming to your site for the first time. Yep. Am I, am I impressed that the work is so varied from traditional to conceptual yes. on the homepage? Yeah. Or Am I saying this guy doesn't know who he is? Right. This well, guy, there is no unified voice. It's like he's just trying. He's like he's throwing art at a wall to see what sticks. Yeah, you could say that. But if I went all traditional or all conceptual, I'm going to lose the other half. Mm-hmm. You know, but you but I mean, look, some of our are. Uh, but I don't think that my work is that varied. You know, they're all portraits. You know what I mean? Like I'm not showing I'm not all over the place, you know, Um but look at Albert Watson, you know, we go look at that stuff and his pictures are really different than each other. Right. You know, so it's good enough for Albert Watson, but it's not good enough for me. You know, um, I don't know, but maybe, then, maybe, but then at the same time Watson people is- say, well, you know what? We don't want somebody who takes the same picture all the time. We want to see that you, you have some, you have a voice, you have creativity that you can, that you can change and be adaptive. And, you know, mm-hmm. that you can play that game in both directions. Right. And that's what's so infuriating about it. And I've had people say the same two people at the same point in my career say the exact opposite directions of which to go. Really? You, oh yeah. You need to stick with this. Oh, you need to show that you can light stuff better. Oh, you need to uh, you know, and part of me is just like you want me to show that I can light stuff better? Have you seen the crap that people put out there? <laughs> you know? Like lighting is one of my strengths, dude, you know? Like I it tr- drives me crazy when people say stuff like that to me. I, um, I wonder, hmm, I don't know. I, you know, it, and you and I spend a fair bit of time talking about this kind of stuff in, in terms of, of what works and what doesn't and how to get more eyes and how to, how to get more response yep. for, for both your site as well as, as Fade and Blurred. And I keep coming back to dumb luck. I keep coming back to there is no there is no secret sauce there are no magic beans it it, it just happens yep. somehow the, all and you I, can do is just keep chugging along do the best yes. you can and hope that someday somebody's going to notice yes yeah it, i it kind of what was the episode we did on timelines it it kind of gets yeah. me back there you don't where, you don't know where you are like you could be just around the curve from making it big right the problem is uh how do you know that you're not just deluding yourself and you know, you're oh, that you always think that you are right around the corner from the big break. Well, and I was discussing this with my friend Ollie the other day because you know, the, the nerd night the guy who gave the star Trek talk and you know, and, and he was saying, well, you know, that's, that's part of the psychological game is that it's, it's thinking you're right around the corner from it that keeps you going in the first place. So you are self-deluding in some ways, but it, but that is a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. I I I have built and rebuilt sites looking for the right combination of it looks this way, it functions this way, it reads this way. Yeah, and I've been on the other end of the line when you're like, I've decided to redo the whole thing again. Yeah. And I've said the same exact thing to you 10 times in the past yeah. two years. And you, and you, you think this is going to be the time I'm going to, I'm going to change that right thing that, you know, 
it's going to make all the difference. But when in reality, I looked at I looked at our stats the other day and they've been going steadily up since we started the site. It just it, it, it doesn't. It just sometimes doesn't feel that way. Right. Or or there's there's not a payoff like you think there should be. Right. And and as as photographers, you know, I'm I'm putting up content that I, you know, that, that, that's, you know, I write, I, I like to think that I craft words together in such a way, whatever. Um, you're, you're putting up work that's personal to yourself so that when the response or the job or, you know, the email doesn't get the response that you wanted to, you take that very personally. Yeah. But where do you think you're going to get that? Hmm. Where do you think there's suddenly going to be uh, – uh, hmm. where do you think you're going to get this suddenly everything's going to click into place and you're going to be satisfied with where you are? Are you asking hypothetically or are you asking me I'm personally? asking you. Personally. Yeah. Is there a uh, number? Is it like, oh, if we had 50,000 visitors a day, then that would be different. But having 30,000, oh, we're not fancy enough. You know, like is, is it really that is, – is, is, it, is it a quantitative objective thing like that? No, I think what it is. So for, then it's largely in your head. It's it, well, it, it, yes, it's, it's in my head partially, but it's also the type of feedback that we get. You know, I, I get a lot of very nice, heartfelt and lengthy emails from people. And that's happened maybe in the last year or so. Okay. That means more to me than, than, you know, putting more numbers on the board. Okay. Knowing that I'm that that I'm affecting people in some way enough to sit down at their tablet or their computer or even their phone to write me a note saying, "Hey, this is this is really cool. This really affected me," or questioning or saying, "How do you, why do you think this? Where, how'd you get to this conclusion?" That means more. You know, I I am I am becoming more and more entren- both entrenched and entranced with story and narrative more so than I think I've ever been in my life. And that's becoming my new direction. That's becoming where I'm, I'm, I'm focusing my attention. Right. Rather than just screaming. And, and it's one of the reasons we don't do, you know, big gear posts or, or lots of reviews of things like that. There are enough people to do that. Yeah. But those people seem to be the ones getting more attention. Absolutely. Just like the photo- if I decided I wanted to be a guy who shilled cameras all the time, I would get more attention. Sure. You know, but that's and I'm, and I'm OK with that. And it's only been in the last, I would say, six months that I've gotten okay to be with OK that. with it. OK. For for, you know, for a long time, it was why, 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 why? You know, I, how come I don't know? Uh, how come I don't get this? And it ultimately it doesn't matter because it's not, it's not what I'm in this for. Right. Yeah. What are you in you this know, for? The money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we should move on before we yeah. bore everyone. Um, yeah. That's not boring. This is good stuff. It is everybody, good stuff. you know, almost everybody who's listening has a website of some sort. Yeah. And almost everybody who's listening at some point has looked at their stats or has looked at their traffic or has, has wondered why am I not getting this? Or maybe I should make this blue or maybe I need to have a bigger logo. 
Here's a hint. You don't. Um, <laughs> Cut to Bill making his logo bigger five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's something. It's part of the process. It's it's another aspect of making photographs because you want people to see your photographs. That's why you put them online. Yep. You want people to see them. You want people to have the reaction looking at them that you had making them or something similar. Right? Yeah, sure. So, but then again, you know, the other part of it is, is both of us are these big kind of website code nerds and we just really like tinkering around with websites. We complain about it all the time, but we do in <laughs> fact love it. Am I right? Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. I, I could, I could build my website much easier someplace else, but I don't. Yeah. Because the, 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 the tinkering is, is fun. Yeah. We complain about CSS. Yeah. We complain about, uh, you know, document model. We, we, we complain about JavaScript, but did you know you could text align justify uh, a bunch of LIs in uh, that are horizontally next to each other uh, as to long make as you're them not spread all the way across a certain thing evenly as long as you're not using IE. <laughs> yeah. Apparently <laughs> anyway, we'll get that. So, you know, yeah. Hey, speaking of which, do you want to talk about this now? Sure. What, do you, what you are want, we talking about? You want to talk about this? This right here? Oh, our new. We have a new. We have a new. Uh, new sponsor. We have a new sponsor, and and for those of you out there who are tinkerers, sometimes you just want to get in there and root around. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, our new ho- our new um, sponsor is Hostgator. Hostgator, which you, who you use? I do. Uh, BillWadman.com is hosted on Hostgator, as is on TakingPictures.com, and fifteen other of my domains that I shall remain nameless. Right. Um, uh, the, you know, th- this is this is the kind of thing. Look, if you're the kind of person who uh, likes to, to do things uh, from scratch and you like to have ultimate control or maybe you maybe you really need to use WordPress or maybe you need to have five domains and you don't want to you know pay for each domain, that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. HostGator.com is the premier web hosting provider. If you're looking to start a website, they can help you get started. They have monthly hosting plans, one-click installs, tons of other features to help you get your site up and running easy. Uh, if you're a more advanced user or, or, or a business host gator, you could take uh, take you could do reseller plans. So if you're the kind of person who who builds lots of websites for other people, you can you can get plans where you can like resell to other people and make some money. You ever right. know people who do that? Yeah, uh, I know a couple. Uh wedding shooters that will actually put little micro sites up uh, for the couple yeah, sure. and they'll keep them up for like six months or a year or whatever and charge them $600 and to do it. Something. Yeah. I don't know what they charge, but, uh, but so they'll have their own domain. Yeah. You know, you got a uh, VPS, uh, was that virtual private servers, dedicated servers, uh, HostGator guarantees 99.9% uptime, no matter what your sides or needs, size or needs uh, If your WordPress user. They got this one click install. You say, I need WordPress installed. You click, you wait a few seconds and WordPress is installed. Uh, uh, and uh, when you g- go with them, you get unlimited disk space and bandwidth. They have free site builder tools that are easy to use. Uh, and, if, and if you need any help, they've got 24-7 support to ensure that everything is running smoothly. Uh, I, you know, I've used these guys for, ooh, since, well, six years, I guess, I've been on HostGator. And I've had almost zero problems with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they are, they are really solid. And like I said, I, you know, I pay one monthly fee and I've got a bunch of different sites up there and I, I like being able to FTP in and move stuff around. 
Right. And, you know, sometimes I shoot myself in the foot doing it, but Hey, that's the, that's the trick, right? Hey, you know, sometimes you, you want to buy control. a nice, you want to buy a nice car and, and not mess with it. Yep. And that's fine. But sometimes you want to build a little hot rod. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I like building my own site from scratch. Give me a text document, a text editor and, and a browser. And I'm going to build myself a site. Yeah. Uh, although look, they've got a lot of tools to help you do it anyway. Uh, Hey, you're, you're fading blurred running on WordPress, right? Yes. Yeah, WordPress is great. Yeah. Uh, so head on over to hostgator.com to learn more. When you decide to purchase, don't forget to use the coupon code pictures nine. We've got a serious discount. September. This is pretty nice. 30% off. That's everything good. Everything at hostgator.com. That's good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to do things yourself, you want a traditional host, uh, try out hostgator. They got great prices, great service and uh 30% off with pictures nine. Right. As your code. Now, now when, so you can add unlimited domain. So you can add Bill Wadman passport photos.com. Uh, yeah, you could. In fact, I, you know, for a while I actually, I think I bought Bill Wadman headshots. What about passport NYC? Yeah. See, I like, I have pointing to them. I have 365 portraits is up there. Dot com is up there. Uh, uh, Bill Wadman.com is up there. Uh, circuitous.tv, the old circuitous conversation site. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, on taking pictures.com is up there. Uh, I have William George Wadman and William Wadman.com, which both point to Bill Wadman.com. I've got a bunch of stuff. Those are all up on, I, I, I and it's, they, they're all up on HostGator. Uh, I point them to HostGator. I actually yeah. use hover to control my domains. We should get hover as a sponsor too. They're good. Um, but, uh, yeah. And you know, it's just, it's nice having everything all in one place, you know? Yeah. And if I want so to add a domain, it doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. So thank you, HostGator. Welcome yep. aboard. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to go from here? Uh, London. I'm not going to, I'm going to Italy. You're going to Italy. Yeah. Bill, Bill just booked uh, a fancy vacation. Yeah. Although, uh, Conrad gets home last night and she says to me, the, the ticket prices went down today. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, how much? Mm-hmm. By like 30%. Wow. <laughs> Oops. Which never happens. A month out, ticket prices go down. Okay. Now, you, you called me over the weekend and, and said, hey, I'm not going to take my Mark III. I yeah. want to take something smaller. Yep. And uh, I also don't want to bring a film camera because we're going to be going inside. We'll be outside. I don't want it to be stuck with a certain ISO slow film or fast film. Uh, I did that in Japan with the Hasselblad and it was fine, but there were times when I had to blow through the rest of the roll because I knew we were going outside and I had 3200 speed, black and white, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. So you're, you're looking for a new travel slash trip camera, right? Yes. What do you, what do you got for me? Well, okay. So here's the thing. We're flying to Venice. And over the course of a week, eight days, we're going from Venice. The plan is to go Venice, Florence, Rome, and then fly out of Rome. Okay. That's a lot of travel for, for a week. Uh, yeah, but... Th- I, I would need a vacation after your vacation. Uh, yeah, well, no. See, the thing is that Heather and I, we like doing things. We like sort of just keep moving. You like the go, go, go. We are not, let's sit in a cafe for three hours and people watch kind of people. Yeah, that's, that's me. I'm we're we're like, all right, let's go get a baguette. So we're not, you know, peckish and then go see that cathedral. Right. Um, we're those kinds of people. 
I want to okay. see how many things I could possibly do in one day. It's it's a little bit of a game. Like I, I don't like to exhausting. embed myself. And, and uh, see, it's it's for me, it's exhilarating. What you see is exhausting. I see is exhilarating. But you know, I can still walk like a hundred meters. So <laughs> it's a little bit different. Maybe if you went in the 1970s, you could have done right. the same thing. Like I want to be shuffling around Florence. <laughs> so, but okay. So I want to I want to carry something small. Now somebody could say. Your Mark III with the with the pancake lens isn't that big. No, it's not. It is not. It's not that big, but it's not super light and it's not super small, and uh, it's big enough that I don't know that I'd want to just carry it around. I wanted something smaller than that, but better than my phone. You're going mirrorless, aren't you? You 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 big time fancy pants. Yeah. Are gonna you're gonna go mirrorless, aren't you? Uh, as my only camera, no. But as a travel camera, I'm considering it. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the X100s. Ah, okay. The Fuji, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I just just don't send it to Fuji, New Jersey for service. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, that is one concern that I have. Yeah. Um, I you. Patrick has to send his X20 I, back a I, third time. I saw Patrick make a comment about that too, right? And and yeah. so now I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you get this supposedly great camera that. Arias and all these other people are, are you know, f- you know, masturbating about. Oh, it, when, and here's the thing. They're not fixing the camera. All they're doing is cleaning the camera. Oh, really? And it, and it, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just dirty. And, and, What's and Patrick it, doing with it? I don't know. I don't know. And it keeps coming like the first Patrick, time. Patrick, what are you doing with that camera? <laughs> Patrick, I don't know. he's doing desert shoots or something. No, Uh they're not fixing and repairing. It's just cleaning that apparently is, is the Uh, the stumbling block there. So, well, okay. So I've been, I've been reading a lot. Now this camera is supposed to be really good in low light for the size of the sensor. It's supposed to to pop out excellent JPEGs. It's supposed to be, you know, it's extremely quiet to the point of just being completely silent. It's uh, all of these things, right? Uh, it's supposed to give you excellent quality. Like, like you were saying there, there's no anti-alias filter in front of the lens. I'm sorry we're getting all geary, but every once in a while we have to, cause you have to make decisions. Um, the only thing that I've seen people complain about and they complain about it a lot is the battery life. Mm-hmm. Is the battery life on your X pro one bad? It's not bad, but you're not going to get, I how mean, many shots are you getting on a, on a battery? Between three and four hundred, probably. Okay. Whereas on a on a D seven thousand or a D seventy one hundred or something, you're going to get maybe a thousand. Yeah, Heather. When we go out west the past few years, I didn't even bring a charger for my mm-hmm. camera. I charged the battery and I left with that one battery. You know, um, I didn't bring an extra battery. I didn't bring anything. Um, and it makes the the reviews make it sound like I'm going to have to charge my battery every six hours and carry three of them in my pocket. You know, uh, you might also want to look at the Sony. Oh, it's NEX the R- seven. No, the RX one hundred oh. model two that just came out a little while. It just came out a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, nice, nice, nice little camera. Not interchangeable lenses. So if you, yeah, if you want interchangeable lenses, you're gonna have to go with an, the NEX series. Uh, 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 yep, yeah, I see it. But, uh, you know, it's 20 megapixel. It's got the one inch sensor. It's, it's supposed to be very, very nice. See, the thing is, I, what I like about the um, Fuji is that I, I like the physical buttons and knobs. And mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I want it to feel like a little, 
it's like a Canonette, but digital, you know? Yes. And that's, and that's what that camera feels. Now the, the Fuji, it's what a, uh, uh, like a 35 millimeter equivalent lens. So it's slightly yes. wide angle, but not really wide angle. Yeah, it's a 23 millimeter fixed. Now, some people would say, look, you're going to Venice and you're going to Florence. And you're going to Rome. Like, what are you doing carrying this one camera with this one wide angle lens? I don't normally take a lot of pictures when I travel. And we, I think we discussed that last week. I definitely don't take. Um, I'm not shooting for stock, mm-hmm. you know. The, if 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 I can take a nice picture of St. Peter's or you know the Roman Forum or you know the Ponte Vecchio at at, at sunset, sure I'm gonna take that picture. But I'm not there to take those pictures, you know. Um, I I will take that picture with me or or Conrad in them, you know. Yeah. It, like I'm there to take memories. I'm not there to take stock. And 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 that is something I've learned. Over the years, you know, I took I took a trip with my father in 2004 uh, out west. And uh, and, you know, we, we went on this long two week trip. If you go to billwadman.com slash the trip, you can go see all these pictures. They're still up there. And I posted them each night like pictures from the trip. And there's a lot of there's some pictures of me and there's pictures of my father. There's pictures of the two of us. And then there's other pictures of just random stuff. And, and a running commentary and they're fine. And when I look at them, I see the story of our trip and that's great. But really there are a lot of pictures in there that don't mean anything to me other than, Oh, that was outside the car window. When I took that picture, mm-hmm. the pictures that mean something are the ones with me and my father in them, you know? Okay. Now just to play devil's advocate, yeah. if, if that's the case, Why not what's wrong with, yeah. What's wrong with just using your phone? Uh, the phone inside is no good. I want better quality than that. I want to be able to print them and have them look good. And I, I generally don't. I mean, outside in, the, in good light, yeah, the phone ones are fine. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's, it's. I don't have as much control. You know, I want more control. Um, Always. Well, I mean, if that was the case, I'd just buy some stupid little compact. You know, I, I want something better than that. I want something. You know, I, I you know, I, mm, I don't know, but. I, I I don't see your Mark III as that much of a stretch. It's a lot bigger than what we're talking about. You know, especially if I carry any sort of... And you know what? It's a lot less... The, the little Fuji like that would be a lot less likely to be... I'm, I'm going to tape it up and have it be, look like an ugly, stupid, crappy thing. Right. It's, it's much less uh, noticeable. Hey, you know... You know you don't have to convince me. I I love yeah. the Fuji cameras. I think well, the image quality is fantastic. I think I can get a deal on one of the Fujis too. So worst case scenario, I come back. I don't like it. I can just sell it. Yes. You know? um, but I, so I was looking into it. So I, I was I, I complained about the battery life or was asking about it on 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 the Twitters, and uh, and somebody cc'd my my post to Zach Arias, mm-hmm. and, and he answered. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Two seconds later, he said, uh, the batteries are the size of a box of matches, so they don't hold a lot of juice. Get a couple extras in your set. And I said, this well, is, this is Zach talking. Yeah. And I said, okay. well, you know, I don't, I just want to be able to take, I don't want to take a ton of, I don't want to take three, 500 pictures a day. I want, I take three, 500 pictures the whole damn trip. You know, right. I want to be able to take a hundred pictures a day, you know? And he said, yeah, you'll probably be fine. He said, take at least one extra battery just to CYA. Um, so it's interesting. So yeah, so I'm thinking about getting one of those things. And and the the image quality is supposed to be excellent. You know, just a nice little walk around camera. 
I don't know. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, just I think you could get away with the quality that you want from an X20 and have a zoom lens. You know, I played with the X10. Um, which is there a real big difference in the sensor? Uh, because the I, X20 now is is an X-Trans sensor, so it's the same technology as the okay. XE1, X Pro one. I played but it's with two thirds inch sensor. I played with the X10 and I shot a picture at sixteen hundred. I remember I was playing with it and I shot this picture of my friend of Randy Duchesne over here yeah. one day. He's got one of them, and I shot a picture at sixteen hundred. And then when I opened it up on the computer, it was really noisy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looked like an iPhone picture to me, and I was like, "No, that's not good enough." So that's why I lean, I lean away from it. Like I'd rather have a bigger sensor, actual camera, camera that's a little faster and stuff, rather than the zoom. Sure, I don't like okay. zooms. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna do that. Good. Uh, so we got lots of uh, email and stuff. Yes. You know what? Why, let's let's bring this right into uh, Jim's comment. Okay. Because oh. I think that that fits well. Yeah. Uh, Jim sent us Jim. an email. Where hey, Jim. Jim Azevedo. Uh, saying that he, he, a friend of his wanted a new camera to, as a step up from her phone, his or her phone. I don't know if it's his or her. Um, and uh, he bought it. He just, you know, she just wants to use it for Facebook or six by four by six prints, just little things. Mm-hmm. But he really, he couldn't find a compact that was less than 20 megapixels because they've all gone in this crazy megapixel race, right? Yes. Um, and you know that they that these twenty megapixel sensors and they they throw out five megapixel files, throwing everything out like in the default settings, you know, throwing out a lot of data. Right. Uh, he said that everything, even though it was a five thousand by thirty eight hundred pixel, uh, it looked like it was shot through plastic wrap. He said. Yikes. Uh, even if viewed at ten eight uh, ten twenty four by seven sixty eight, there's a noticeable loss of detail. Um, I, you know, personally. The way that I think about these little cameras, um, I, yes, I wish that somebody would make a 10 or 12 megapixel compact that was more worried about, um, you know, image quality than pixels, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In some ways, that's what people love about these little Fujis and stuff, right? It's like, okay, it's 60 megapixels. And they don't need more than that, and it's going to give you really good detail because it doesn't have the AA filter on it. Right. Blah, 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 blah. They, they seem to have found a nice, right. a nice sweet spot yeah. uh, image quality versus pixel density. And they're sold out all over the place because of that, because photographers love it. It's almost like the marketing departments and the engineering departments are not getting the word that, of what photographers want. The problem is the average photographer, the people who listen to this show, whatever it is, we are such a small chunk of the people who buy cameras. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's, you know, my mom going in and she sees 20 megapixels versus 12. And right. The guy says, this one's got 20 megapixels. You're going right. to, even though it's the wrong choice, a lot of people will do that. I, I just saw a commercial over the weekend uh, for the new Nokia 41 megapixel camera phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that, I mean, that downsamples a lot of it. It's not like you're always getting 41 megapixels out of it. Right. Um, and, and that is the one thing I would say to Jim is that uh, if you were, um, even if you buy this camera with 20 megapixels in it, I found in the past, I, I went on a trip years ago with my digital rebel. And instead of, and this was before I was into this kind of stuff, it was like early 2005, I think 2004. 
late 2004, I think it was. And I ended up just shooting medium JPEG. So my images are like four megapixel images, but they're like smooth as glass. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you took this 20 megapixel thing and did it on the medium size, but high quality JPEG, you know, and added a scoop, a scoop of sharpening, I bet you they'd look pretty good. You know, basically right. automatically downsampling it, wasting a bunch of the pixels to bin them. Uh, it might not be great, but that's what that's probably what I would do if I had one of those little compacts is just do that, you know, especially for somebody who doesn't need the size for anything. Right. Um, but it, I, I, I think we both agree that they really need to do some work on that. You agree? With yeah, that? I, I completely agree. Yeah, I think I think that. You know, it's it's weird. In some instances, it seems like the the DSLR market, even the mirrorless and and you know four thirds cameras, have kind of given up, or they've reached a plateau in terms of megapixels, and are now focusing on other features. Uh, yeah, I think they're getting better about that stuff. It's it's no longer the the, the sort of primary driving force behind the camera, and it's not it's not the number one touted feature. There are other features that are that are taking much more of a center stage rather than being at the fringe. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And Which I, I think is a good thing. Well, I think that we've hit the point where you can't go that much further, you know. We're not, not going to see a 30 we're not gonna, technology. Yeah, even even yeah, but I mean there's a point at which optics and light are the problem. You know, mm-hmm. where diffraction is the problem. So it's like sure. you know, the yeah, we, you could put 100 megapixels in a sensor the size of a 35 millimeter frame, but it's going to look terrible. You know, um, there's a limit to this kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's just interesting. Uh, definitely. Uh, we agree with you, Jim. Uh, let's see. Justin Weathersby says you can always say it's not the hardware. I was wondering uh, then having expensive kit is it, is it having expensive kit a byproduct of wanting to look fancy or is it really because of the work and its need? Wow. That's a, that's a big, okay. Big topic. That's a can of worms that, that, I mean, that could be a whole show, right? Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, you know, look, could, could I do my job with a, with a, with a 51.800 lens and, you know, a, 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 rebel body sure yeah i could you know um uh, why do i why do i have five thousand dollars worth of glass in my in my bag well i mean there is there is a difference whether or not it's enough of a difference to make a thing you know what do my clients notice i don't know i mean lately i've been shooting more stop down so you probably wouldn't notice all that much um and i I think it also it also depends on what your end game is Look, could you know. could a pro golfer play with with hundred dollar Wilson clubs from Kmart? Sure, would they still kick your ass with those clubs, even if you were using top of the line whatever? Yes, they would. You know, does that mean that those clubs are useless or meaningless to to the pros? No, you know, they give them that extra five percent. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that it's 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 that old thing. I remember when I was a kid, and I let's say I wanted to play uh, tennis. And my father wouldn't get me a decent racket. He'd give me some crappy uh, aluminum thing from the back shed, you know. And he'd be. And the argument was, look, if you can, if you can get good with, if you can play well with this, and I see that you're serious, then we'll get you a good racket. But having a good racket is not what makes you a good tennis player, right? 
Um, and I think the same is true with photography, which is why the average person just starting out shouldn't spend $3,000 on a camera. You could spend $500 on a digital SLR with a kit lens and get used to that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's going to, it's not going to, th- that gear is not going to be in your way from taking better pictures. You know, it's right. very, there's a very small subset of things in which the gear really matters that much, you know, more, more for somebody who's handling it all the time. Somebody like me, I want to know that my camera's not going to break. You know, I, I want to know that my lenses are weather sealed so that if I have to go someplace where there's sand, my com- camera's not going to jam up, you know, um, I want to know that in my hand, it feels a certain way, you know, ergonomics become an issue. I want to be able to control shutter speed and aperture with two wheels at the same time. Where on a, 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 a cheaper cameras, you know, you hold down a button or it's buttons instead of wheels, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've like got to get into a menu to get to it or something. Right, they're little things like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I mean, to to yeah, uh, I I still like the way cameras feel in my hand. I mean, it's sure. As, but if you didn't have the money, that would be you. You wouldn't not get a camera. Wait, say that again. Like if if if, if you could get your camera, your camera costs what, like sixteen, fifteen hundred bucks, something like that. Uh, yeah, tw- I think it, I think twelve ninety nine body, and I think the lens was five ninety nine. Okay, so let's say two grand. Mm-hmm. Your camera costs two grand. If you only had a thousand dollars and could only get the X one hundred instead of the X Pro one. Would you have not gotten a camera at all or would you have gotten the X100? I would have gotten the X100. Exactly. So, you know what? I make a living doing this. And in some ways, I honestly, part of it is that I need to buy stuff in order to lower my taxes. You know? Yeah. I need stuff that is is purchases for my business too. So sometimes I'm like, you know what? I haven't bought anything this year. But So I'd, know, rather, I- I'd rather have a nice new camera than give it to the government. I, I, again, I, you know, kind of to reiterate, I, st- I also think that it's, it's based on what you do, you know, what type of work. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, after, after the one, we did a show a couple, a uh, couple shows back where we were talking a little bit about this same kind of thing. And, and Carl Taylor was kind of chimed in and said, yeah, but you know, product photography, which is one of the things that he specializes in, it's expected that you're going to use medium format, you right. know? And and you can understand it for 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 that kind of thing, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. he's he's you know some of his ads are are being put up as as billboards in the tube or something, right? You exactly. know, and they they need to be pristine, and it's it's going to be you know he's he sent he sent me a couple of uh, of samples, one of a, a a whiskey bottle straight out of camera, JPEG straight out of his Hasselblad yeah. H five. It's beautiful, it's stunning. Yeah, right. I mean, you you just simply couldn't get that level of detail on a full frame digital camera. Yeah. You couldn't. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I you know, it, it does, there are a lot of factors. It's not a, an easy decision. No. And but in some it's, ways, but it's using not film, always, it's not always trying to look fancy. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, all right. What, what else? Not like, not like the film people. They're just trying to look fancy. They're, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitch suggests that I or you or we come up with themed assignments for the people in the group. What do you think? Of that? Uh, I like that idea. I like I like that. Right, I think that's a good idea. What's their assignment then? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot? <laughs> the assignment for what? For what's today? 24th. Um, for this week. 
The assignment for the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, how, about, how about, can it be passport photos? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Put one of your loved ones in front of a white background. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's not as easy as it sounds. No, I'm sure it's very <laughs> challenging. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love when you get all upset about that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, what, what, you know, a theme. I don't know. Yeah, we'll what, think about it. We'll put it up on the group. Yeah, some some kind of theme. I, I like that though. Yeah, give some give people assignments. <laughs> hey, uh, it's like school. School's back in session. It's September. So, Apple sold nine million iPhones over the weekend. I know. That's More pretty good. cameras than Canon sold in the last year. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I'm just making it up. I yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I would imagine it's up there. Uh, yeah, probably is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, yes, they sold a billion phones, which I'm not surprised. My friend Mark got one uh, and he has both the five and the five S. He's got a five for his work phone. OK. Through through his company. Uh, and then he got a five S for his personal phone up from a four. He was using the the four the S, I think. Okay. Um, he said operationally, not so different between the five and the five S. Right. Um, over the four, pretty big jump. Sure. Yeah. Just well, that's always snappy. the case, right? I yeah. mean, you jump two, two, two jumps is bigger than one. Yeah. Uh, one of the things they are touting is, is this new camera that's got, you know, f- what, 15% bigger photo sites on the sensor. And yeah, I, you know, I, I put a link in the show notes, uh, it's, uh, of this take better photos.au. Somebody uh, sent it in mm-hmm. to us. Um, uh, Michael McNiff, did he send it in? I think it was. That's who it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or no, maybe it was somebody else. Anyway, I think I found this link anyway. Uh, talking about, he, he actually took the iPhone five, iPhone five S galaxy S four and a Panasonic LX five. So a little compact, um, out and shot with them and, uh, came back with, with these pictures and, and did crops of them and stuff like that. The differences in, in good light between the five and the five S actually the five S was a little less good than the five in full light. And who knows, maybe he just got a bad sample or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in low light, there was a noticeable difference where the five sort of binned pixels and would blur things out a little bit. Right. The five was a lot better. Um, I don't know if that makes, you know, I, I'm not taking pictures by street light with my iPhone all that often, but sure. Yeah. I mean, it's better than, you know, look, it's the next generation. It's going to get better. You know? Right. <laughs> like that, but it's, it's not night and day. It's incremental. Yeah. It's you incremental. A little and, bit better flash because they're using this two tone right. led. And, and, the, and because the camera's got a little bit wider, uh, aperture, it can keep the ISO down a little bit. So, I mean, there's lots of things that go into this. And if, if it's 5% here and 5% there, that ends up being, you know, 15, 20% in the end, you know? Um, he did show some examples too, of using the flash with the colors, with the gels, Mm -hmm. uh, well, what essentially is gels. And he says it's pretty cool. Um, and that overall the iPhone five S also lowers exposures when using flash. So things don't blow out quite so easily. Um, I think that's great. I almost never use the flash anyway. So, you know, okay, it's better, but again, it should be better. Um, uh, panorama is apparently something interesting that we don't really think about in the U S but in Europe and stuff, a lot of the power is 50 Hertz. Yeah. So you get that weird banding. Yeah. 
especially when you do the panoramas, apparently. It's very strange. Um, but that there weren't huge differences in any of that. So basically he was saying it's better, but it's not night and day better. See, and I, I think the 5S is kind of a metaphor for Apple in general lately. It's better, but not night and day better? Yeah. Well, isn't that, but isn't that Apple always? Does Apple really make that big a leaps other than introducing new product lines in the first place? Well, that's, that's the thing. You know, they, is, they come out with the iPod and then it's a slightly bigger iPod and then right, it's got a bigger right. screen and then it's got more battery and then it's got video and then it, yeah. I mean, that's, that's their game plan. So what's the next thing? Is it the watch? You know what? I think that Apple was there at the time when the watch and the tablet were really, when the technology was ready to come into its own. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was Apple so much that made that revolution happen. I think they were there at the right place at the right time doing it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, you know, yeah. You know, this whole wearable thing for what? So you don't have to pull your phone out to see who texted you. I mean, come on. What I are, have heard. Are we, 12? I, I have, I have read, I haven't heard. I've read that the, the watch is going to be more than a watch in terms of it's. Right. What else do you want to do? It's well, it, they're saying there are new types of sensors that are going to be in it that can monitor, for example, glucose for diabetics. Okay. Okay. Or sure. But whatever. I mean, that, this is, that's all very, that is not general public kind of stuff, you know, and this new sensor in the phone, well, the, the, you know, the little added low power sensor, um, the little motion thing. Yeah. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. they can track that kind of stuff. I mean, that's cool. I would love to be able to have a thing on my phone that's keeping like a pedometer and that kind of stuff and tells me how far I've traveled and whatever without chewing through my battery. I'd love to be able to do that. Um, but, but that can be in my phone. I don't need another sensor in my wrist, you know? Right. Um, I, I, unless there's something that we can't even imagine about to come out around the corner that, Oh, it's a phone. Like just in the same way that I don't really care about Google glass. Like I don't, I don't need a thing on my, I have enough. I spend enough time in front of a screen getting information from the internet. Right. I don't yep. need more screens and more things on me, in me, on, you know, taking pictures for me. I don't, it's, I, you know, I have my phone in my pocket. That's enough. Mm-hmm. And your phone can do almost anything. So what are we talking about here? You know, I think it's just companies trying to make more money. I don't think that we really need more stuff. That's my view. Yeah. You know, do you really think there's going to be something so great about a watch? Uh, No. No, I think that they were in the right but, place. But, at the but right I'm time. not, you know, and, and, and look, I, to be honest, I don't know if they've got any more, you know, just one more things in them without Steve. Yeah. It seems like a lot of the problems that they've been having with product lately have been manufacturing and distribution. Well, you've got the guy supposedly who was hired because of his manufacturing and distribution expertise as the head guy driving the ship. Yeah. yeah. If those are the problems you're coming up against, mm, yeah, I don't I, know. You know, I um, I played with the, I've played with the new phone. A couple mm-hmm. of friends of mine had it. I mean, it's nice. It's just it's 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 iterative, right? It's the new yeah. thing. Great. I, I you know. look. I still believe in them as a company. I just want to see something. <laughs> like just get to it already. Yeah. Well, iOS seven. Mm, you know, we don't have to get that deep in it. But like, hey, you know, the one thing I will say is that the new camera app is very fast. Yes. Have you noticed that? Like from the lock screen to ready to go. From the lock screen, ready to go. And from, from taking a picture, you hit the button. It's like snap, snap, snap. Yep. I will agree with you there. Um, And I like being able to just take a square one straight from there. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, I mean, there, although I think it's hard to, it's almost hard to get that thing to slide left and right. Like it's the little slider to do the square in the video and the panel is tiny. It's like yeah. 15 pixels. You know? uh, oh, 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 hey, somebody, and I forget who it was, and I'm sorry, whoever you are, uh, the new version of Camera Plus okay. adds EV adjustment. Is it using an API, or is it doing it the way that other Blix camera did it? Uh, it looks different. Blux, you mean? Blux, uh, yeah. It looks different than Blux. I looked at them side by side, and it looks a little different. I don't know okay. what I wonder, they're I doing. wonder if, the, if they added it to the API, why wouldn't they add it to their own app? Well, I mean, you don't. You also don't get separate focus and and exposure yeah. on the default app either. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to anyway, check it so out. Take take a look at it. I wonder if the what's the one that we use? Uh, six four five pro. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna they're gonna change theirs too. I hope so. I love that app. I think it's a great app. It's a, it's that I think that's my favorite one I found so far. Although the yes. new the new one is so I haven't tried six four five pro on the new phone with the new OS. See if it's faster. Um. Hey, what, what do you, you saw these My Week with Heisler things up on Strobist? Who, who does he think he is, Heisler? Craig oh, oh, Heisler. Oh, oh, he's, mm. he's, he's the greatest portrait photographer of the last two decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that and, that and 50 Cents gets you a cup of coffee in 1962. <laughs> he, is, he is pretty badass, though. <laughs> I know, he's amazing. <laughs> Damn him! <laughs> Damn it, Heisler! <laughs> when, when, was, uh, when, did we, um, when did we talk about Heisler? I'll, as, I'll find as, it. Yeah, photographer find of the week list. Photographer of the week. He was um, he was early on. Yeah. Well, you know he's he's Eight, episode eighteen. He's one of those those icons. Oh, he's he's one of my favorite of all time. Uh, you know him and Dan Winters. Ooh, that'd be a tough tough decision for me. Yeah. Like he's right up there. Um, so so what is what is this? Who's who spent a week with Heisler and somebody and why? who works for Strobist guy? Uh, yeah, went hobby. David Hobby. David Hobby went uh, to Dubai uh, with Heisler to assist him and then to write about what it's like to be around him while he's shooting. Sarah mm-hmm. Lando, her name is. Um, and the first uh, uh, part of the series, she's just talking about how he's really unassuming in the way he works and how serious he is about this, that, and the other thing. And it's, it's, it's a nice little thing just talking about how he seems like a really, he's a really nice guy. Right. Uh, but takes his work very seriously. Um, and not in a mean way, but in a, in a, just, I'm very serious about it kind of way. I I love what she says here. She says he, he has no personal work in the strictest sense, but each photo he shoots is taken as if he were shooting it for his portfolio. Yeah. But I, I mean, I feel like I'm that way. Are you not that way? Of course you do. No, seriously. Like I don't, I don't think about work that I'm just, I mean, other than the stuff that I shoot around with my phone, you know, but Greg Heiser doesn't look like the kind of guy who takes iPhone shots. Well, and if they if he did, they're probably really really good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, but yes, he seems like he's very serious. It's interesting. There's the, the part two has him having to take pictures at some club down there, mm-hmm. and there's no light, and they end up setting up like this green light coming from uh, above or from below, and a couple other lights with pretty heavy gels on them in this crazy room. Um, and she said, yeah, you know, the, the guy's supposed to, uh, uh, I would have, I would have just set up an Okta and he came out with something that might work for the next GTA cover. 
<laughs> yeah nice which which is you know true i don't think this is necessarily his best work but you know it's it's a fine the, the, i like the little tips there are some yep. nice little insights yep. uh she says heisler's tip for location scouting only stick a tripod under your camera after you've decided your frame uh once the tripod is there you stop moving around you stop experimenting with possibilities yeah. and you're stuck with a photo that might not be the best one to take it's funny i never use tripods period you like tripods uh, I think they have their place. You know, it's fun. It's what's, what's, what's interesting about that is that in some ways that just shows that, um, Heisler's an old timer who used to use much bigger, heavier cameras. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah. Well, look like, like that, that, that his process was built when you put the camera on the tripod and then you set up lights and then you took pictures. Sure. But where, then again, you've got people like Paolo Reversi who still use tripods. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't. I'm just saying that it's interesting that he, he, he still, he still uh, thinks that he needs to or does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, he also he seems to work very methodically and almost slowly. Um, he also seems like he must bring a lot of gear, you know, to bring all these C stands and pro photo lights and this, that, and the other thing. That's a pretty serious setup for taking a picture at a bar, you know. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how he would work if if he was using speed lights instead of all these big things. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't need a lot of light for a place that's he's shooting at sixteen hundred anyway. You know, just to get the background. Um, I wonder. You know, I wonder how much he could do without all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I kind of your your point about he's kind of you know he's been doing it so long he's old timey kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, it's almost as if he's still bringing the gear that he needed to do for large camera format. technology. Yeah, yeah. 20 years ago, 30 yeah, years ago. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, but it's an interesting little, we're going, we'll put the, sh- we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, they're pretty good. Hey, by the way, yesterday I saw an Osprey fly, a two Osprey fly over me. Uh, you know, the airplanes, mm-hmm. the ones that look like helicopter, they take off like helicopters and then they turn, right. which I've never seen one in person. And two of them flew over me in park slope yesterday. They're neat looking, aren't they? Weird looking. VTOL aircraft? Yeah, they, that totally looks like it's fake. Yeah. You know, they look like they're not real. When, when I was a kid, um, my, my dad used to take us to the Point Magoo uh, military air show. Okay. Uh, Port Wainimi. And uh, one year we were there, they had a, a Harrier come in. Oh. And, and for, those, for those of you who don't know what a Harrier is, uh, they are, um, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, uh, they use, they use these ducted fan engines to direct airflow. And, and we didn't know what this thing was. And everybody was like, Oh my God, they have a Harrier. They have a Harrier. And we didn't know what it was. And this thing comes in as, as if to land and just stops in midair and hovers and goes backwards and goes sideways and spins around 360 and then takes off into the sky. If you've seen uh, True Lies, that's the plane he's flying at the end of True Lies. Right. Uh, but seeing, you know, my, my 10-year-old self seeing this thing, I was oh, like, yeah. what? Blow, blew your mind. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. We, should, we need to talk about our second sponsor today. Second sponsor. Yeah. You know who it is? <coughs> I don't know. Let me let me let me let me let me give you a hint. What what do you got? They have 14 pictures of Toronto. Oh, well, you, you just got to be talking about Shutterstock. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know what? I'm going to look up Osprey. 
<laughs> you're gonna look up Austria. I wonder if it'll give you the airplane or the or the 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 bird. Uh, so far the bird. Sixteen hundred results of for Osprey. Osprey. They yeah. are a bird of prey, Jeffrey. Uh, I. I pray I never run into one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shutterstock.com, you'll find over 20 million. I think it's now 28 million, 25 million. There are some crazy number. Photos, vectors, illustrations, and video 28 clips. Million. 28 million. Yeah. million. Start your search at Shutterstock.com. You'll find that perfect image for your website, ad, publication, or other creative project. Now, now think about this, Bill. I'm going to jump in here for a second. Yeah, sure. When when Shutterstock came on board as as a sponsor of, of 5x5 and They had and how show, many? They had 25 million. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, they've added 3 million pictures in the last, like, six months. <laughs> That's a lot of photos. That's almost as many pictures as uh, um, Thomas Hawk takes. <laughs> Shutterstock gives you global image collection to find images from across the world to shoot your project. Uh, to suit your project. Uh, they've got image packs. They've got mo- monthly subscription packages. Uh, you never have to compromise. You get whatever fits your need. You need the image uh, for a blog or a mock-up. You can do that. You can, Every time you visit, you get new ones because they had 10,000 new images a day, and they're more affordable than you think. They got uh, no extra charge for large files. You can get any size, any resolution, only one price. They don't nickel and dime you for the high res. If you need it, take it. They've got uh, 188 photos of Harrier jump jets. Do they have any of the Osprey airplane? Uh, easy. I'll look while you keep talking. All right, easily curate and share pictures via Lightboxes. They got Lightbox uh, iPad app, so you can work on a new iPad. There's something yes, called they do. Enhanced. Li- How many? Forty six. <laughs> there you go. There's something called Enhanced <laughs> Image Licensing uh, Access, where if you like an image, you need to run uh, do a run of prints or something for a trade show on Swag. You can do that. Uh, they have a huge library of vectors, icons, infographic templates, and video clips. Should you need any of those. Uh, if you need any help, Shutterstock.com has account reps that do not sleep for 24 hours a day access to them during the week. Uh, sign up. You get a free browse account at Shutterstock.com. You don't need a credit card. And when you find the pictures you like and you decide to purchase, use offer code PICTURES9 and you get 25% off any package. Okay. Uh, also, they've got video of, uh, of Harriers. So if you've never seen one of these things, uh, you, you can, uh, you can go on to, to Shutterstock and, uh, they've got, they've got a, a, a video of this thing landing vertically. And it is, if you've never seen an airplane land vertically, it's, it's kind of just a mind blower. It's eerie. Yeah. You know, speaking of which, there was a really good, uh, let me just finish this ad. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Thank you very much, Shutterstock for supporting on taking pictures in five by five. Uh, wait, wait, did, what's the deal? 30%, right? 25% off. 25% for off. Pictures 25%. nine. I said it already. All right, sorry. Uh, if you, uh, there was a really good documentary that Nova made when they were working on the what is now the F thirty five airplane, uh, the, where it was a competition between Lockheed and Boeing, and they each had to build the X. It was like the the, the battle of the X planes or something like okay. that. Okay, okay, and uh, and. It, it's it's really it's a really good episode. It's a Nova special here. Let's see. Here okay. we go. Here's the companion. F thirty five is a is kind of a wicked cool plane. Well, yeah, but it was this was before they actually designed it, right? When they were still like fighting it out. Uh, here we go. Watch watch. You can watch it on Hulu. I'm gonna put the I'll put it in the show notes. Um, 
it's called Battle of the X Planes. I'll put it in the show notes. It's it's pretty fun and if you're into that kind of stuff because one of the big things is that it, there was like a list of things that the plane had to do. It needed to go you know this fast. It needed to go this high, and it needed to uh, VTOL. Needed to ver- vertical takeoff and landing. Very very cool stuff. Um, all right, what are we what are we talking about here? We got our photographer of the week. Oh yeah, this do you see this this guy. You know, we've been talking about portraits today, and and this guy Nigel Perry, fantastic portrait photographer. Yeah, a lot of I, I like his black and white stuff as much as I do his color. The reason I reason I found him yesterday is I was listening to a uh, an episode of Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. where he was talking to Chris Columbus, the director, mm-hmm. and he was talking about Richard Harris. And so I did a Google search for Richard Harris pictures and there was this amazing black and white shot. And I threw a few linking, trying to figure things out. I figured out that it was actually this Nigel Perry guy who's been around forever. And you've probably seen some of his pictures, uh, Nigel Perry photo, by the way, uh, he doesn't have a logo. Well, I guess he does have a logo, a type treatment. Yeah, it's type. He's got, you know, <laughs> he's definitely one of those guys with super a, thin and bold. Yeah. With a not super fancy site for, you know, the level of the thing he's at. Right. He doesn't need it. He's got the pictures. Um, I lo- his black and white stuff is fantastic. I like his black and white better than the color. Uh, I like it all. And seriously, has anybody ever taken a bad picture of Angelina Jolie? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And it, if you if you did, would you show it? Although, you <laughs> no. know, what's interesting about some of these people, you know, having shot a lot of people and and and, you know, looking at pictures now, when I look at pictures, um, you can almost tell whether or not the subject was into having the picture taken. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. Um, to the point where, like, there's pictures in here, like there's this one of Jack Nicholson that's really kind of nice. And he looks like he's having a good time. But there's one of Woody Allen and Larry David. Where Larry David's looking, he's having a good time. Woody Allen looks pissed. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you have to. But, you know, a guy like this has to just, you know, you got to make it happen. You know. I but, uh, I like the one of De Niro sitting in the cafe. That's a great. Well, there's another one, though, that like, you know, how many pictures has De Niro gotten, gotten taken? He looks like he's just De Niro sitting in a cafe, which is great. But, like, he doesn't look like he's too into being there, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I do like that picture of Daniel Craig, though, though, sort of wide angle one in a backyard. Yep. Um, uh, and and the, what was the other one that was really nice that I kind of that I that I keep? Oh, uh, the one of Johnny Depp, like in his Paris apartment or whatever. It's pretty right. cool, too. Uh, this guy. Yeah, is, no, he's, he's very good. He is not messing around. No color, black and white. Uh, apparently, he's done a lot of stuff for uh, USA Network. So he's taking all the pictures for like white collar and and suits, which is a great show. I like white collar. You ever watch that show? I have not watched it. Man, the guy in that show is so good looking. Kind of makes me sick. Nothing. White not, collar. I don't know this one. Oh, really? No, oh, it's great. You, well, it's not great, but it's definitely fun. You should you should give it a shot. Apparently, like he's the guy for white collar though. Or for, uh, for yeah. all of USA. He, this guy has shot Time, Fortune, Esquire, yep. Newsweek. Vanity Fair. Yep. People. Oh, this dude's been around. Rolling Stone. Wonderful portraits. All covers, too. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, the covers are, are, are great. I mean, this guy's, you know what? He's, he's, he's one of those consummate pro guys who's been around forever. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like that picture of Zuckerberg, though. This is really wonderful work. I love the I love the Ed Koch picture on the cover of New York Magazine. It's all blown out. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, uh, it's good stuff. So yeah. So now, when, okay, when you when you see this kind of stuff, yeah. Just a little aside. Yeah. If if something really strikes you, will you go try and dissect it? Are you? Do you still do that? Oh sure, yeah. All and the time. and try and 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 shoot something similar to it, or or do you go that far, or do you just go? Oh yeah, I know how I did it. Uh, well, I mean, I tend to know i mean at least a lot of the stuff like all these cover shots Mm -hmm. are very are you know one light two lights you know they're not complicated he's not a complicated setup kind of guy you know so he's you know it's not like when you look at the dan winter stuff and you're like how the hell did he get that look you know um his pictures are much more straightforward okay uh as it were um Although sure, you know, you always look at. I wonder is that do you? Hmm. The 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 problem is you don't know how much is done in post. You know what I mean? Like there's there's all those kinds of games that you can still play. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Esquire likes to hire him. I it's mean, good he, stuff. Look, he's 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 a serious serious professional. I'm not. It's not anything. But he, but you know, cover images for magazines are oftentimes not nearly the most most interesting photographs you know versus what's inside yeah like the, the, i found that people take really use really safe stuff for the the for cover photographs okay um oftentimes i mean sometimes they do different things but like there's pictures here of of uh of um there's one of christian bale on esquire like mm-hmm. halfway across and it's like it's a perfectly it's a boring picture of christian bale scratching his beard with his hand in his pocket, you know, this is not, that's not the kind of thing that's going to be the best picture ever taken of Christian Bale. But right. then a few on is a picture of Rafi Nadal with his shirt off, looking all hot in Spanish with a black <laughs> background. That one's actually a kind of a cool picture. Is that what he looks? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? All hot in Spanish. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, what we're looking for. Nigel is, um, is we want him to be naked, something, something hot in Spanish. Can you, can you, can you do that? <laughs> I don't think it's too hard with Rafi Nadal. I like the one of Leo with the, with the kind of throwing the drink toward the camera. Oh, that's yeah. See, see that there's something where they were probably getting towards the end of the 15 minutes he had with the guy. He's like, throw that drink. at me. do something crazy. You know, I wonder if it's, um, I wonder if that's in post the, the liquor added or if that was actually in the shot maybe a little of both yeah see these as somebody who does a lot of post-production i always wonder that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. what was there what was not there yeah like that could that that liquor looks fake to me or looks like it was added on but that but it might not have been it's just sort of you know i the way i see it i'm like "Eh, i don't know if i trust that you know look how good looking that leo is DiCaprio's yeah. a good-looking man. Got to be you rough. Imagine to be, being him. Got to be rough to be Leo. Yeah, smoker. Did you know that? I wouldn't have thought of him as a smoker. Cigars, right? Uh, and uh, re- a lot of uh, pictures of him with those electronic cigarettes lately, which means that he's just sucking in nicotine. Huh? Which seems like I don't know. What's the point? I don't know. 
I anyway. like the black and white of him, though. It looks yeah, nice. Yeah, the, uh, the black and white stuff. I think his black and white are great. Uh, I really wish that picture of, of uh, Richard Harris was in here in this portfolio, which it's not, which I'm surprised about. You know, let's, let, 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 let's talk about his website for just a second. Sure. Since that was top of the show. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Let me, let me go back to the root here. So you hit his site, big lettering. Yep. Uh, which is got, very old school. Yeah. You've got uh, his rep address. Yep. And, and phone, phone number. number yep. And uh, email right there up the top. Yep. Uh, a simple type treatment. Yep. And then uh, everything's broken down in section. So yep. you've got actors, black and white, actors, color. It's, you know, et cetera. Yeah. This is a very simple site. Um, the question is, does somebody who is no, a known quantity like him versus somebody who is less of a known quali- quantity like me, mm-hmm. or the proverbial me we were discussing earlier in the show, right? do I need you, to do if something? If you put this up, how is it going to be received? Exactly. Yeah. Like, does, does he not have to impress with design and whatever it is because he's already him? I tend to think, as a generality, that many, if not most, photographers worry too much about the interface of their website. I or, agree. The, or the logo or the, you know, the type treatment or anything. Look, your photos, are, are that, that's what wants to be the star. You don't want somebody to go to your website and go, oh, my God, did you see the interface on his website? It was so good. Or her website was right. so good. Although we, I love we you, do that sometimes when we see people. We do that. Yeah. But that's not what you want a potential client or customer to think. Right. You want them to go, my God, photos on this site were incredible. That's exactly what I want. Right. True. Yeah, uh, you're right. So in that, in that sense, simple, simple is good. Simple is really good. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to go simplify my site right now. All right, let's wrap this up. How do people let's get wrap it up? Hey. Us? podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Uh, I'd also like to thank those of you who have uh, sent me in your favorite episodes. If you have not done it and you've got a few minutes, please do send me in your three favorite episodes of On Taking Pictures and why they are your three favorite episodes. Not your favorite episode, not your two favorite episodes, your three favorite episodes. Wow. Okay. Uh, and those of you who have done it, thank you very much. Uh, just got another one this morning from... Who was that from? Christopher Matheson. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate it. I think Uh, that that is great. Yeah. Uh, Bill tweets at Bill Wadman. I tweet at Jeffrey Sidoris. You can find Bill's blog on takingpictures.com. You can find me at fadedandblurred.com. And uh, and show notes for the show, 5x5.tv slash OTP slash 74. 74 for uh, this week's show notes and go check them out because there's lots of good stuff in there yes uh, thank you for listening too we'll see you next week going on and on the way we are for so long to any fool it's plain to see something's wrong as this way
the same.